Welcome to Podcasts of Foes. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast. To celebrate the launch of Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, we worked with more than 20 of the community's favorite live play D&D podcasts to record special episodes using monsters and lore from Tome of Foes. We love highlighting the creativity of these amazing players and dungeon masters, and hopefully you will find one or two new podcasts to follow. To find out more about these groups and Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, head to dnd.wizards.com slash mtof, or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. I wanted to thank Victoria Rogers from the Broadswords for organizing all these amazing adventures from the community in this podcast of foes. And to find out about the next D&D adventure, check out the Stream of Many Eyes on June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. More information on that event can be found at dnd.wizards.com slash s-o-m-e. Have fun listening to this awesome one-shot adventure featuring monsters, stories, and lore pulled straight from Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, available in game stores on May 18th and everywhere else on May 29th. Have fun rolling dice! Stand amongst the halls of House Zelthul, a lesser-known drow house. Their keep is located in the Underdark, far beneath Waterdeep, in a large expanse known as the Sharnlands. It has recently come to your attention, not by choice, mind you, that the matron mother of this house, Kathriana Zelthul, has come in possession of a powerful artifact that she claims can harness energy from another plane. So, what's happening in the present? is well and good. But let's go back. The Archdevil Balzabub made a little agreement with this Kathriana. Balzabub was in a pickle, and his quota for souls was not up to snuff. He saw an opportunity. He reached out to Kathriana, one thing led to another, and she offered the souls of her and all of her followers for some form of supreme power. Without thinking, he accepted, and gifted her a powerful artifact known as the Devourer's Orb. You have been assembled by the evils of the Nine Hells to work together and prevent a catastrophic event from happening. The material plane is in danger. You think to yourselves, but it's some drow, right? Wrong. That would be too simple for you four. The real reason you're going, that little item that can harness energy from another plane, that plane is the negative plane, only accessed through none other than the Shadowfell, a land of lost hope and death. This Kathriana has managed to open a portal to the Shadowfell and wants to do the same for the negative plane. This could result in a chain of cataclysmic events. The reason that this is so pertinent to you is because of the massive drop in souls that could come from this mistake. Balzabub has reached out to the other Archdevils for assistance in this. Only a few of them accepted, for their own reasons, of course. Having a one-up on an Archdevil is pretty rare in the Nine Hells, and it doesn't happen very often. Ray has been chosen by Balzabal himself to assist him in this task. Mephistopheles has sent one of his most prized sages, Johan, and Zariel has sent one of her favorite warriors, Agamnon. Kala, however, has been given an opportunity. Take care of the task, and his contract will be null and void. You may not agree with each other, 
and may want to murder each other at first sight. But that's not what today is for. No souls in the material plane means no slaves in the Nine Hells. And that's just not good for business. Not good for anyone, really. But the mission is simple. Go to House Zelthul, enter the portal to the Shadowfell, find this Kathriana, and dispose of her ability to use this artifact. Easy. Right? Fuck yeah. Cue theme music. There's your, there's your copyrighted theme music. Uh, <laughs> approaching from the darkness, there is some glowing here and there throughout the settlement, but approaching from the darkness, you see a tiefling with two drow heads, one in either hand, severed, approaching and drops them to the floor. Drew, tell me about Agamnon. What's well, Agnon? I'm going to pronounce it Agamnon because I'm not going to pronounce it's, it like that. Excuse me? Agnon. 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 It sounds like halfway through the name, your mouth just stopped moving. It's Agnon. It sounds Ag-num. like he's super delicious because it's Agnon. It's Agnon. Agnon. So, Drew, tell me about Agnon. Agnon is a six foot tall tiefling with uh, one broken horn, and he's covered in ritualistic tattoos that run down his face on his neck down into his the very light clothing that he wears his teeth have been filed into extra sharp points i don't know, I actually know what tiefling teeth look like they they're don't cover that <laughs> are they they're a little pointy okay well it's now there's be if you want player's handbook. these are sharpened further he doesn't carry a weapon like visible and he's just wearing it's basically just like traveler's clothes and a cloak. And he's got golden yellow eyes. So you see him approaching from the darkness, drops the two drow heads on the floor, and they just kind of on either side. And seemingly appearing out of nowhere right next to him, appears right next to him, we see another tiefling. Morgan, tell me about Ray. So Ray's going to look at the heads and be like, fucking gross, man. But Ray is... Short for a tiefling, lavender skins, uh, very spindly, skinny, doesn't appear to be holding a blade, uh, is wearing sort of just, like, light armor, not anything too heavy. There is a very cool aesthetic, like, V-cut. They were definitely in it more for the aesthetic. There are carvings in their horns that curl around. They're more like ram's ones, so they the points are up by the cheekbones. Um, and they've got really wide totally black eyes. Gender, you cannot determine. Androgynous. So, you pop up right next to Agamnon. Right in front of you, off towards the side, around the corner, you see a head pop out, and it's a drow head as they pull their hand crossbow up, and between the two of you, you see a stream of fire shoot out, hit the head of the drow, and the drow's head basically explodes, and it just falls to the floor. As you see another tiefling approach Kind of with his hand out, staring at a book. Josh, tell me about Johan. Johan has a red aesthetic to his skin. The red is crimson. Works its way down into a nice, solid black midnight coat. Coat is pristine, very fancy. And he has the top part of his chest revealed as well. And you see the the crimson bit of his skin given a little show. He was not looking as he shot the bolt. He's looking at his book, turning the page as he licks his finger and turns the page. He looks back at everyone else with his pure white eyes, just like his uh, Uncle Fisto. 
Mr. Mephistopheles. That still sounds so wrong. Yeah, you deal with it. <laughs> His horns go up on both sides and give one big curl. Uh, so it, it's a little bit of a spiral going on. He's a little bit taller, very lanky for his look, but he seems to be very uh, into his book right now. Okay, so you approach the the rest of the party, and as you do, uh, off in the distance, there's uh, it's basically like you're standing on a big ledge. There's several large stalactites that are coming down, and there's like wooden like pathways, kind of like interconnected between some of them, kind of like a walkway across them, and you see another drow start to take off running along the bridge, seeming going somewhere. And you see in the distance, just three arrows shoot through the air. One hits him in the back, one hits him right in the neck, and the other one straight through his head as he collapses to the ground. And you see another figure approach from the darkness. Nick, tell me about Kala. All you see when you first see him after he shoots those arrows is a completely hooded figure. Um, He kind of, if you you know, weren't to know him, he kind of dresses like a rogue, dressed in all black and um, definitely trying to keep to the shadows. But the second he nails his his kill, he takes down his hood and you actually see a very mature, good looking elf. You you wouldn't really notice anything different or uh, anything dark or dangerous or mysterious about him, except for his eyes are slightly red and he is whispering in Elvish to something. Does anybody know Elvish in this party? Uh, nope. Nope. No. Yes. But <laughs> I, I do go, holy fucking shit, Kala. Yeah, he's he's whispering. Uh, he's kind of just trapped into a, like a conversation with nobody at this point. Sweet Holmes, it's not creepy at all. You see anything else up there? Because I believe we're done. Fine, fine. Hey, I'm talking to you down here, oh. now your imaginary mm-hmm. friend up there. Are, are yeah. we clear? DM, are we clear? You seem to be. All right. Can I make a perception check, please? You absolutely may. That's a uh, 20. I didn't roll a 20, but I got a 20. So you sit for a moment and you kind of hush everybody down for a second and you just listen. And it's in the underdark and there's really not much sound down here. It is completely silent. You don't even hear any breathing in the area. We should also probably mention what you are all, actually. Since you're tieflings, uh, you are playing a winter Eladrin. Yeah, we didn't mention class. Um, I mean, we don't have to mention class, but mention what races you are, because that's kind of the important thing, since we're playing the Tome of Foes. And Tome of Foes! We should have mentioned that. We're doing Tome of Foes. We're doing Tome of Foes. Um, and we should probably mention the stuff that's from the book that people can get to play when they get the book. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, let's do this. That's true. Okay. So Ray is a but a basable uh, tiefling, and I'm a Mephistopheles tiefling. I'm a Zariel tiefling. I don't actually know what the name and is. And for some context for everybody, the typical tiefling that's in the player's handbook is the tiefling of Asmodeus. Yes, and I am a Winter Elad. I keep pronouncing it wrong. It's a, it's Eladrin. Eladrin. Yeah. I am a Winter Eladrin, which is a subrace of elves. It's an elf from the Feywild, and also. While you're sitting here looking around, right in front of you, as you guys approached and made your way through the settlement, you've gone basically through the whole thing and decimated anything that you saw coming up this way. Before you, there is a large stone door with several humanoid skulls sitting in recesses along the sides of it. House Zelthul is very quiet. You all made sure of that. Not one drow breathes amongst these walls as you have given all of the walls a nice fresh coat of dark elf blood. According to your intel, the portal is just beyond 
this large, imposing door. Anybody else uh, really love this aesthetic? Skulls? It's so... 20 decades ago. Mm. I mean, sorry. My character wouldn't laugh, but I found it funny. I'm going to give me a few of those and carve them. Yeah, Holmes, I mean, that's sort of like the general aesthetic of everything that happens down here. They're all stuck in the past. Yeah. Uh, you say that like you're new, man. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've been here before. I can't be entirely sure. There's a lot of alcohol going around. Yeah, they don't do like a shit ton of hub crawls down here. Although, fuck me, like, invite me if you get one, because I would love to watch that happen. Not necessarily partake in it, but I would like to watch you it. You want to watch a pub crawl? Mm, I'm pretty sure that they're participation only. That's what they all say. Anyway, can I look at the door and check for traps? Absolutely. Fuck yeah, man. Morgan, side question. Did you decide to ditch the leather armor for the mage armor? I didn't ditch the leather. Well, no, you're a barbarian. You don't wear armor. That would have I, I was making a kink joke. 13, oh. right? <laughs> It'll be a 13 plus dexterity plus whatever else you have. Oh. oh. <laughs> 20 minutes into recording, we're already, oh. already talking about kinks. There it is. That's the group. Yeah. And the game's done. Let's, I might retcon my leather armor thing. Yeah, mage armor, because Ray's all about that aesthetic. Yeah, can I retcon? The also, aesthetic. I want to be wearing a gimp costume. Just complete. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, zipper over the mouth as well. <laughs> That's why no one can understand you. <laughs> you think I'm whispering. I just can't speak. You just can't breathe. Dude, take the ball gag out of your mouth well, before right, you try no, and talk. No, you're not wearing a fucking gimp suit. Well, you know what? It looks like you're just you're just preventing my uh, creativity. Cool. So, John. Yes. Out of my spell storing ring, I had five charges, two of which I would have had mage armor for myself and Ray. Absolutely. So two of those spell slots are gone, and I have three, uh, two, sorry, three left in there. Uh, which I currently prepped a counter spell in there. Uh, but since I cast Mage Armor before, my Arcane Ward is up. So you see a strange glimmering presence that's around me that keeps, like, surrounding me. Uh, you would have seen that it protects me from damage. How do I check for traps? That would be an investigation check. That's a 19 for traps. And then a 19. Um, okay, so yeah, you walk up to the door, you kind of like peek through, there's a, it's a double door, so there's like a split in the middle of it, so you kind of like peek through the split, you look under the sides, you don't see any traps, it looks very open and pushable, and looks like a door. And what we need to do is go through that door, because that's where we think the orb is, right? Yep, this is basically like at the end of the settlement, there's a big imposing door, and then you assume that the important stuff's on the other side of the door. Okay, so... I am going to stealth and push the door open. All right, roll stealth. That's 20. Okay, yeah. You feel pretty stealthy. You push the door open. And as you open the door... Cool. Traps. You see a 30-foot wide circular room with a central dais, upon which sits a large iron frame. And within the frame, nothing. The frame looks empty. There's nothing else in the room other than... Does anybody here speak undercommon? No. I speak common. I speak common, abyssal, infernal, and primordial. So you know how language is very, like, similar? So, like, if you know Spanish, you kind of know Italian, some words. So since I know common, <laughs> do I, can I kind of understand under common a little bit? Like, No, it's, oh. you, what you know is a little above it. So. Get out. Get the fuck out. Oh, <laughs> I skipped under common in class. So you see a series of symbols on the wall of which you have no clue what they, any of them say. I've only got three fucking spell slots, but I've got comprehend languages. 
I'm gonna shoot the cage. I'm not gonna use this. It's the not a cage. It's essentially like a big door frame in the center of the room, but you don't see anything. You see the other side of the room through it. You don't see anything in within the frame. Can I still shoot it? Hey, you can shoot it. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot it. See what happens. So you want to shoot the frame? Yeah. Okay. Make it a sacral. Don't let me stop you. What you doing there, buddy? I got a natural twenty, buddy. Why are you Why are you attacking a piece of iron? It uh, doesn't bleed. I just want to see if something comes out of it. So you fire an arrow, and it's pretty on point, and the arrow actually sinks into the metal frame. Like you manage to make an arrow go in, stick into metal. Yeah, I'm that good of an archer. Thank you very much. Yo, can I sit for a minute? And, uh... I thought you were going to compliment my arrow shooting skills. Not at home. I, I mean, like, that was super sick and everything, but I'm, like, actually kind of, like, concerned about, like, the, the writing on the wall. The little writing on the wall. Go figure. Um, can I sit for... It's actually, it's an action. It's just an action. Um, can I... Or maybe it is longer. It's, it's comprehend languages as a ritual? Uh, if you're doing it as a ritual, it's ten minutes more than whatever it is. It's an action. So then it's ten minutes. Ten minutes. Cool. So I can sit with that for 10 minutes and comprehend. I have to touch it, so I'm going to get all up in its jimmy jams. So you walk over to the scripture on the walls. Uh, after 10 minutes is up, you boom, and you know exactly what all these things are. Cool. They're just various, like, prayers to a ton of different drow gods. They're just written on the walls, um, all dedicated to Lolth, dedicated to a number of other uh, drow gods that all represent different things. Um, other than that, you don't see anything particularly special about them other than just being prayers. Cool. So for the record, that shit lasts an hour. That is an awesome thing that you just did. Can I take a look around the room and see if anything pops out of me? What do you want to look at? There's really just a big circular room that's about like 30 feet wide. There's a dais in the center and then the iron frame. Can I check out the dais? There's no other door, right? No, there's no other door. Make a perception check. Okay. Perception... That's 17. 17. As you get about 10 feet within the dais, you look up at the frame, and you look at the other side of the room through the frame, and you notice this almost strange rippling effect that's happening. It's it, You see the other side of the room. You're, like, positive it's the other side of the room, but, like, every so often, like, you're staring at it, and, like, there's this weird distortion of, like, a ripple there. Cool. So we are currently in the Underdark right now, right? Yes, you are in the so Underdark. So that's my assumption, Holmes, that that is the portal to Shadowfell. I do believe you're correct about that. <laughs> Why don't you step through and find out? I am going to stealth. Are we all going in together? I will be right behind you, you pox-ridden mephilites. Nope, oh, nope, you are the other one. Wait, what? Motherfucker, what did, what did you just call me? <laughs> I said you're pox-ridden. Listen, dude, you shouldn't project that kind of shit. Like, you know, they they have, like, creams for that kind of crap. So, like, if you, like, if you get, like, that kind of shit, like, keep it to yourself. But, like, you don't have to project that on me, man. Hmm. You're terrible. I'm starting to regret being on this mission. So glad that you are, you were the one who was chosen. Cool. Can I just go back to being cursed? I mean, technically, you're still cursed. <laughs> They're already infighting. I'll just, I'll just take the rest of the curse. I don't want to, I don't, I walk the other way, I walk out. After these two are bickering, I'm out. Just kidding. My character is keeping a distance, but uh, following with everyone else. And I have a firebolt prepped. So I'm uh, gonna stealth right through the portal. Okay. So you three who didn't go through, you watch as Ray steps closer to the portal. And as she does, she slips through and then just seemingly vanishes. Oh, they... 
just seemingly vanish out of sight and they're gone. Ray, you step through the almost invisible portal and wind up in what seems to be the exact same room. The room is a 30-foot wide room with a central dais and a frame in the center where you stand. However, you know this room is different. Smells fucking gross. It feels different. You feel as if the cold hand of death looms inches from your throat at all times in this place. You feel an overwhelming sense of dread. You know you're in the Shadowfell. We don't see her nope. up here on the She's other side. She's gone. Not a girl. Did you God say? Damn it! I'm looking at you. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, I'm looking at Morgan, and I'm looking at. I see Morgan, and I know Morgan's a she. I'm not thinking they. Damn it! I'm gonna write it here. They. Uh, did you? Did you say it stunk though, Morgan? It, dude, it's the Shadowfell. Of course, it fucking stinks. It probably smells too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. where the dread comes from, man. <sighs> yeah. It smells That's the dread. <laughs> to give a modern day equivalent, that place smells like the six train in New York and peak rush hour with a guy mm. who has not showered in over a fucking week and you are oh, smashed together. Smell. I'm talking about fucking July. Late July, oh. August. That's what I'm talking. Shadow. <laughs> you just put, very some, you put some dark energy into this game, Morgan, and I need you to take it back This out, game is please. now cursed. <laughs> cursed not game. yet, Holmes. I haven't done an action yet. <laughs> so yes, uh, you all see Ray is gone. Ray, you are standing in the Shadowfell. Well, it's my job to protect you guys, so come on and let's protect Ray. I walk on through. To the other side. Yep, you're through. Bursley don't care if anybody lives or dies as long as we get this damn orb, so might as well keep on going. That's a real dark attitude you got, and I want to step through. I just met you guys. Oh, <laughs> no one's in the room. <laughs> They're all gone. So I have a question. <laughs> Bucky, um, I'm fucking with you. I'm staying right there. Try to get me to move. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I go through. You see a hand reach through and pull him. Mage hand, yeah. <laughs> DM hand, get in here. Um, so the Shadowfell, that's not where, like, my granddad lives. No. No, that's Nine Hells, right? Yes. So what fucking lives here? <laughs> uh, I can... Shadows and Fellness? I can have you roll an intelligence check to see if you know what potentially lives in the Shadowfell. Sure, Holmes. This is This is where your shadows go at night, Morgan. The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. Oh, that is cocked as fuck. You know what? That's really fucking annoying. It was cocked as fuck, but it was like, it was mostly on a 20, but I'm re-rolling because okay. it was okay. cocked as I fuck. I appreciate your honesty. It was actually a 20, though! <laughs> okay. See, that was the motherfucking gods rewarding me for being a fucking decent, honest D&D right, player. So let me tell you what you know about the Shadowfell. You know the Shadowfell sucks. Uh, most of the things that are here are undead, um, pretty much mostly just undead, there's a few, like, <laughs> creatures here and there that, like, could be monstrosities or, like, kind of, like, weird critters that don't make much sense. The Shadowfell itself is ex essentially a uh, exact replica of the Material Plane. Just, like, think of it like Halloween Town. <laughs> Halloween Town version of the Material Plane where everything is spooky, where you see a mountain and, like, or, like, a carving of a person. And it's Debbie like, Reynolds is the most important person in town. Yes. Uh, where you see like a carving of a person in the material plane when you go to the Shadowfell it's got like skulls and like weird imagery and like it's things it's the upside like, down it's, it's, it's the upside yeah. down essentially you know that there's all sorts of creepy creatures here and yeah it's not a fun place you also know that there is a race that are known as the Shadarkai a group of elves that are very bleak 
Would you say that they have souls that I could take if I wanted them? Yeah, sure. If you kill one. Yeah, you guys don't know my backstory. What? What? Also, you don't know that shit because I rolled the intelligence check and you weren't on the fucking side when I did it. And I didn't told you that I knew all this shit yet. So hold your horses. Hold your horses. Horses are from the shadow. Hold your horses. I thought you said hold your holsters and I was like, this seems like a challenge. So you're now standing in essentially the exact same room you were in before, but it just seems a little bit more bleak and not as clean as it was. It's a little dirty in here. Yeah, welcome to the shitty fell, guys. Is the arrow still in the in the archway? No, because you're in a different plane of existence here, Holmes. Yeah, but everything that's in the other plane is in this plane, so Not I was hoping to see, like... It doesn't look exactly the same. Like, things are different, but it's kind of like a dark version of them. Well, of them I don't know plane. the rules of the Shadowfell. <laughs> you need to explain these things. I thought town. that there would be an it's arrow. It's Creepy Town, USA. I thought that there would be a dark version of me that shot an arrow into a no. door frame. <laughs> no. Okay. It's not the mirror verse. It's not, the, darker it's not the mirror Ooh. realm, no. It'd be cool if it was a, a good version okay. of me. If, when Eleven's in the normal world, is she in the Shadowfell too? In the Upside Down too? No. So it works exactly me. the same way. Everything's got this weird looking black moss all over it. All right. Fine. Just needs a good sprucing up. This is a great time for our ad for... I cast Pine Saw. Lysol. Mr. Clean's Wipes. Magic Erasers. Watch how I fix this. <laughs> All right, so you're standing in the same room. The door, the same exact door is on the other side. It's closed currently, though. Cool. Can I take a look and see if the writing on the wall is any different? Ooh, that's smart. I didn't think about that. But the writing on the wall here is probably... Actually, I'd probably say it's about the same. It's probably still more undercommon because the drow would have been through here as well and carved certain likenesses. So it's more or less the same. Cool. All right, so I would like to check the door for traps. Make an investigation check. I fucking trip, Holmes. Like, it's gross in here, and I get distracted, and I just, like, fucking, I don't see shit, because that's a one. <laughs> it's a one? Oh, okay. So, you guys wa- watch as Ray uh, walks up to the door, and as she takes a couple st- step down from the dais... Not a shit. Not a girl. God damn it. As they take a step down from the dais, they trip over their own foot and, pff, and hit the ground. Fuck. Is that boss slimy? Yo. I wanted them to fail so bad that they set, an, set a trap themselves. Fuck, man. Like, you don't have to be such a fucking dick about it. Like, trying to to check for traps, accidentally just set one. That's going to kill us all. Is it slimy and gross? I don't want to touch that. You know, it's not fucking pleasant. I'll tell you that. So, yeah, but the door, other than that, you kind of, like, take a peek at the door, but you're a little disoriented. Don't look, looks fine to you. So, sitting on the fucking ground, feeling self-conscious, I'm going to cast Mage Hand and just open the door with Mage Hand. So you push the door open with Mage Hand, and the door just pushes open. Well, one door pushes open. And on the other side of the door, it's pitch black. But for all of you, that doesn't matter. Nope. Uh, So it's pitch black on the other side, and you see the ruins of an ancient settlement. Uh, A lot of the wood in what you see so far within the 60 feet that you can see, uh, it's just Broken buildings, broken homes, things look completely out of disarray. And you also see on some of the like broken pieces, there's this like black fog that's trailing off of it. It doesn't look like anything's burning, but it just looks like there's this like black fog that's like slowly pulling itself off of the wrecked wreckage. Shall we proceed onward then? Anyone wanting to take the lead here? I'm not in a rush to die. 
If I can get the other two dead, that's great. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I pick my ass up, kind of brush off my clothes, um, retconning the fact that I had armor, so just normal looking clothes. I do have like a, I forgot to mention, I do have like a brown bag, like a tan bag that's slung around one shoulder. So I brush that off. What's in that bag? Does it have goodies in it? Oh, fucking, I don't ask you what's in your shit. I don't have anything. Cool. All right, I'm going first. So, stealthy. I whisper to no one, I'm going to steal that bag. It's 14, right? Yes. Okay. You stealth and you walk through, and you see more wrecked building as you're walking through. Uh, Make a perception check. So I rolled an 11, and then my uh, perception is plus two. So you kind of take a step through, and you notice basically like immediately in front of you, about 30 feet away, you see a creature kind of like shambling in the darkness, and you hear him weeping, or it weeping, like he's sobbing to himself. Does it look familiar to me? Make a intelligence check. Do we all see it, or...? Just her, because she's the only one that walked through the door. You're all still in the, ba- in the room. Bad girl! God damn it. They walked <laughs> through the door. You're still in the we room. We really should keep all these in. Like, that's I'm perfect. literally the worst. I am the worst. Uh, that's a 19. Holmes. I would say for someone who only read about the Shadowfell and has never actually been, you do not know what this is. I'm guessing none of us have been here before. I mean, I'm going to assume that none of you have ever gone to the Shadowfell. Though, like, my granddaddy sent me on this message. He wasn't going to send me, like, unfucking prepared Did he say anything about, like, yo, kill on sight? He probably would. I mean, he probably would not have cared. Yo! <laughs> like, his fucking grandchild. You didn't give shit about me? Probably. I mean, he wouldn't have cared if you killed things or not, because anything yeah, you kill no, is like, per- great for him. Uh, but, I mean, most of the things in the Shadowfell are terrifying, but if anything is trying to help you, then maybe you should take their help. But if it's some sort of strange creature, then probably not. But what I can tell you about this creature, this creature is roughly, roughly humanoid sized. Its skin is like pale with like bruising all over it. Its head is kind of extended. It looks like it's hunched over and it has this long neck that extends out from its body. And you kind of get a quick glimpse as you're like stealthing through, you get a quick glimpse of its face and it has pitch black eyes. And you see streams of tears running down the front of it. Uh, You also notice, most important feature, it has no hands or feet. Where its hands and feet are, are long bone spikes that shoot out of it. I don't know about you, but I think we should kill that. Wait, so are you talking like, um, what's that sailor from Family Guy? Where he's just like on pegs? Kind of like, yes, he's basically like that. Uh, you also see about three smaller creatures. They're, how can I describe what these things look like? They look like if slugs got legs and grew tons of teeth. Gross. Yeah. I'm gonna like turn my head and very quietly be like, yo, fucking weepy man over there seems to be having like fucking a rough ass day. I don't know if we want to tangle with that or not, uh, but I definitely think- Do you head back into the room? I mean, like I didn't go super far, right? You- probably walked out a little bit to see all this, so you're standing right outside. There's some guy out there who's having, like, a super rough day. He's, like, got no fucking feet or hands, and he's just fucking plowing along there. He's crying, which makes sense because it's like... As you're talking, do me a favor, roll me a stealth check. Fuck. 18? 18? Okay. It's like talking real fucking quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Let's wait. Just wait a Is second. he coming our way, or...? He's, like, walking. He's not coming up here, right? He's, like, walking past. He's just kind of shambling around. 
Yeah, he's just like shambling around. Like, he's about know. 30 feet away from like the exact front of the door. Are you guys like, you guys are particularly, can you guys like fucking sneak? I'm not super what you call a sneaky person. I like to let my presence be known. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a second on that one. I just want to get right into this. If you want, I could uh, send something out there. Does it look like they can see anything, or does it look like they may rely on some other type of sense? Like, do it look like they have eyes? They're like these little ones, yo, that, like, look fucking gross. They're like slugs. They've got teeth. They're nasty. They've got legs, but I don't know what their vision's they like. They have eyes. They have eyes. I've never killed a giant slug before. Cool, Holmes. Whatever beats you off. But like, listen. Whatever beats you off? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? Powers. Jeez. Why do you think we need souls? What do you plan on doing with this? You know what? I don't fucking want to know. Anyway... The guy who is like out front, he's like crying. He he has like he has eyes, but they're like totally pitched back. But like my eyes are totally pitched back, so that doesn't say fucking shit whether or not he can see or not. So, well, do you think we can go around him at all, or we're gonna just chill out here? Why we do that? I think we announce ourselves. No, with a party. No, like. I can, we, I can announce with a little bit of fireworks. Just got, What did you think I meant? We just, like, fucking got here, though. So, like, maybe slightly lower profile. We're the life of the party, yes? I mean, you two are disgusting, and I don't even know what that is. But, uh, we're the are best. Are talking about me? <laughs> I'm definitely talking about you. Look at whatever you are. So, yeah, so I'm looking at Drew with this side eye as he's giving this this rant about, like, how he just wants to Come cause on now, a scene. Come on say my name, please. Ag- Agmnon. 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 You can't say it quickly. You have to say it correctly. Magnum dick right now, so can we, like... Oh, yes, let's move on. And I'm going to walk to the door. You walk to the door. Can you fucking stealth, please? No. No. Cool. I walk with no, him. no, no, no. How about you just wait there? If we're going to attack it, would you like me to do a lot of damage first? Uh, well, first off, roll a perception check. 18. 10. 7, uh, 15. Both of you don't see what Ray described to you before right now, but Agamnon, you do see directly to your left a different creature. You see another humanoid shape. This one's got feet this time. So that's a one. That's a one. That is an improvement. This yeah. one does have feet. Uh, but he does also have the bone spike arms on either side. Uh, he's actually got five of them. So he, lo- he looks like a weird tech priest from 40K. So gotcha. now I will actually show you the picture of what these things actually look like. This is what you saw, Morgan. Ew. This is Ew. what you guys currently see. Okay. And you also nice. see some of these little dudes. Oh, wait, the slugs have feet? Oh, yeah, those the slugs, are... I said if slugs grew oh, feet. Fucking... Oh, no. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> no, that's, that is real fucking ignast. Okay, listen... Not even, not even as a as a character right now. We have to kill those because they're an abomination. <laughs> Slugs should not have feet. <laughs> See, you're all fucked up about the feet. I'm all fucked up that it looks like it's looks like a fucking vor enthusiast best nightmare in there. I'm I mean, like, that's just what that's just what slugs look like in their mouth. I, I can't help that. But feet, no, no, we're killing those. <laughs> well, whatever you guys are talking about, I don't see any I don't of that. See a damn thing What's your so passive stealth, on? Drew? Oh my god. Uh, what is passive stealth? It's I, ten plus your stealth. Okay, well it's uh fourteen. Yeah, they don't seem to notice you. <laughs> cool. I'm like, it's right there, and I throw Eldritch Blast at it. Which one? At the one that I can see. The one that's right next to you. Okay, cool. Fuck. Roll your attack. Well, there goes a well-planned delayed fireball. Oh, natural 20. Hey, look at that. Well, this is cool. 
because I also rolled an eight. And double damage, because it is a, a crit, makes it 16. And I have Agonizing Blast, which add, lets me add my charisma. So that's another five on top of that. So 21 damage, and I push it back 10 feet. So you hit it, and it kind of it like moves 10 feet away from you. And it turns around and looks at you, and its arms are kind of like flailing around it. And it's kind of giving you this like... Mona, as it's moving towards you now. Everybody roll initiative. That's a 13 for me. Three. 17 for Kala. Only 12 for me. At the top, Kala, you're up. So currently you see this thing that Agamnon just shot off to the left. You see a couple of these small creatures in the distance, about like 30, 20 feet away from you. And that's about it right now. I just want to roll my eyes and say, yes, yes, I'll get them for you, fine. And I draw my bow, pull out an arrow, and as I'm drawing the arrow back, my eyes close, um, and the arrow begins to glow slightly, and as I imbue it with some magical properties, and I aim for the one that Drew hit. 23 to hit, uh, 26 to hit. That'll hit. 16 damage on the first attack. Do the exact same thing. Pull out another arrow. Aim for the same one. That's 20 to hit. That's a hit. That is 12 damage. Okay. One more time. 28 to hit. That'll hit. 10 damage. Is this thing still moving? It's still moving. Damn you. My guess is it's resistance to everything, uh, Nick, so good luck. So now you guys here in the distance, uh, the thing that's away from you comes out and kind of like barrels through some of the wood that's there. And you just hear him say, Friends, are you friends? And you see as his arm actually falls to the floor and it's still attached by this ribbon to him. And he launches it out towards one of you, which I'm going to roll and figure out who that is. Boop, doop, a two. So, Johan, you're the one that gets hit. <laughs> or gets attacked, at least. Great. Wait, what did he throw at him? His arm with the needle, with the bone-like it's... thing. He flung it straight towards him. Is it still attached to him? It's still attached to okay, him. Okay, cool. I'm just... A three to hit. Yeah, that, that hits. You take 19 damage, and you are grappled. Uh, the arcane ward soaks up 19 of that. I would actually say right now it's piercing your arcane ward a little bit, and it sticks into you just a bit as it is sticking through your arm at this moment. You don't take the damage. It's mostly deflected off of your arcane ward as your ward is actually healing the wound as it's being struck through you. And now I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. 22, John. You take 20 psychic damage, and he pulls you 30 feet straight towards him. And you are now face to face with this creature that is crying right in front of your face and saying, you're my friend now. My arcane ward is now zero. He definitely wants a hug. Okay, uh, next up is Ray Ray. So first Ray's gonna be like, oh fuck, and then vanishes. Cool. Um, and then uh, I'm gonna use as much as my movement as possible to get up as close as possible while still not being detected. I don't know how that far that is. And that is my bonus action. I'm gonna curse this motherfucker. Uh, which one? Um, Are you pointing the, cursing? The one who needs fucking friends. I'm getting close enough to get in his jimmy jams. Okay, so you're within five <laughs> feet of him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll me a stealth, please. 14 plus 8, Josh. 22. Thank you. You feel as if you're stealth and he doesn't notice you. Um, and that's an action and a bonus action and my movement, so that's it. Uh, next up is Agamnon. Uh, so the one that I attacked is how far away from me? Since you pushed it back 10 feet, 
20 feet away from you. I'm going to drop a cloud of daggers on it. Okay. What does it have to do? Looks like it just takes 44 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts to turn there. So it's just going to sit there, and when it starts its turn, it will take 44 damage. Okay. I mean, it's technically entering the area now, so roll 44 damage. And I'm going to uh, look at Kala, because he's the only one close to me. In fact, have I ever told you about the time I killed Snowfire, the terrible ice dragon? I don't care. It was a real tough fight. So it took 12 damage from that. I don't think I have any bonus actions that I want to use. So yeah. Uh, this guy is looking pretty rough. Okay. Next up is... Oh wait, actually, I do have a bonus action. I want to cast Branding Smite on myself. Okay. So this creature now runs directly up to you, Agamnon, and he's going to try to... He's going to try and wrap all five arms of his around you and essentially try to grapple you. This is like that one place you can go into the Nine Hells. They have the weirdest shit there. That's going to be a 18 to hit. It misses. They have such sights to show you. So you kind of take a step back as its arms uh, basically collapse in front of you and it opens its arms back up again and it's still moaning in your face like... (gasps) He's giving me a big target to shoot. Really happy about that one. Listen here, buddy. I did not solve the puzzle box. You need to put that away. (laughs) Now hear a series of chattering teeth and like these low, like high-pitched squealing noises as six of these little tiny slug creatures pop out of like the wood in the area and start running after several of you. These little guys are fast and they are charging towards each of you. They can't fucking see me, Holmes. So only one of them accidentally bumps into you, Ray. One of them is going to attempt to bite Johan. The other ones are going to run after Agamnon and Kala. So it's going to be two attacks on each of you. So we'll do Johan first. That's an eight, which misses. Misses. Okay, and then the one that's going to attack, that accidentally bumps into Ray is just biting out and attempting to hit, so it has disadvantage. <laughs> it's going to miss. Um, and then the other two, <laughs> yeah, they all miss. They're all trying to bite at you, but you guys are like, ew, 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 no! And you're just like swatting them away and like, this is gross and they're not getting any purchase on any of you but they're just like nipping at you and you're like moving out of the way really quickly i told you slugs should not have legs johan what you doing i'm getting attacked right up front and i would be in uh, opportunity attack range with this person right uh you are currently grappled right in front of him you can't move uh yes i can his arm spike is within you but yeah yeah i I got that so i'm going to uh take from my back a broom throw it under my legs wink at him as i misty step 30 feet above great flying and as soon as i start to like plummet with the broom i just go sweepy sweep and it it, uh keeps me aloft Mm -hmm, from my command mm -hmm, word mm -hmm. and then i'm going to fly up another 30 feet so that way i'm 60 feet up in the air as long as the ceiling is that high it's a it's a chasm so uh, okay, cool. And then I'm just going to shoot a firebolt straight down onto the thing that attacked me. That is a... I rolled a 7, but that's a 20. That's a... Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, that hits. Okay, cool. Um, also, just to say as well, uh, also what my weapon is that I'm wielding is a long black staff. That is 14 fire damage, and that would be my turn. Cool. So you're 60 feet up in the air on a broom, and you shot a firebolt at the thing. It looks like I heard it, so that's good. Uh, next up, we are back at the top. Kala, you're up. So there are two creatures directly in front of you. You will have disadvantage on any range attacks. How much longer, like, how much longer do you think we're going to be playing for? Like, should I be using all of my shit You can right use whatever now? you want. Or should I be saving it for a larger villain? Do what you want to do, Nick. 
Bucky, just tell me the answer. Just I'm tell not going to tell you the answer. Do what you feel is right for your character. I'll take the disadvantage, and I will attack the one that uh, looked that was attacking Ag Agma Ag Ag Agnom. 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 Okay, make an attack roll against that one. Nineteen. Okay, so yeah, that hits roll damage. That would be 12 on that one. So you fire the arrow as these things are trying to nip at you. You, like, move out of the way strategically and take a moment. And in that moment, Agamnon turns and he goes, Have I ever told you this time? And in that moment, he turns around. He, You see the th- creature's head and you just, and you fire straight through everything. And it whiffs right past Agamnon into the head of the creature as it... <gasps> and slumps to the floor, completely dead. Uh, does this thing have a soul? It does. Can we say that the that you visually see this spirit leave the creature's body and be absorbed into the bow? Yep. And all you just see a smirk on my face and whispering that is not coming from me. And I want to take my second attack and attack with disadvantage the one that is attacking Josh's character. Absolutely. Roll attack. Roll your next two attacks if you're going to attack him two times if you want. 17 to hit. That a hit. 13 damage. Okay. Next attack. 19 to hit. Okay, that hits. 9 damage. So yeah, you fire your first arrow and take out that first one, and you see the ethereal form of its soul just kind of right into your bow as you guys hear a... And um, you quickly turn yourself and like kick one of these slug things out of the way that's getting on your nerves, and you just shoot more arrows at the crying creature that... You don't know, but Ray is standing next to, and you shoot it twice. Are you gonna do anything else? Uh, if I if I move, I I give them an attack. Of, yes. Okay. Then no. Okay. Um. Now it's this thing's turn. Ray, you are within five feet of it. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Um. I get advantages on that. Okay. Real fucking glad I do. That first one was a two. The second one was a seventeen. Okay. 17 plus 8. So yeah, you feel, you hear this thing crying, and now that you're close to it, you the sobbing is almost like too much for your brain to handle. And you feel as if it's trying to like, the sound itself is trying to bleed into your brain and like scratch at the inside of your head. But you eventually just kind of shake it off and it doesn't seem to take any effect on you. Cool. But now it's going to go and it's going to be real sad that the person that was in front of him is now gone because he doesn't have a friend anymore. So he's going to shoot his now empty arm out towards Kala. Uh, disadvantage. Uh, why exactly does he have disadvantage? I have the Cloak of Displacement. Aha! Which, uh, all of uh, attack rolls against me have disadvantage. I have this this like uh, mirror image of myself that is slightly to the left or to the right of me that uh, people will be trying so, to So lucky I had disadvantage because that was a natural 20 and a 5. So he nice. shoots the his arm over towards you, but you move out of the way as it clink against the stone behind you, and it just goes right back to where it was. And he's still sobbing ridiculously. He's then going to move up closer towards you guys. So he's going to move 30 feet up, or about 20 feet up. So Ray, if you have, want to make an opportunity attack, you can because he's moving away from you. Shit. Cool, Holmes. Yeah. Um, so, well, hold on, though, because if I take an opportunity attack, do I get sneak attack on that? You do, because he doesn't know you're there. Okay, cool. But do you have your weapon out? No, I gotta, like, uh, do that. (laughs) So if you don't have a weapon currently out that you could attack him with, then you would just punch him. (laughs) Yeah, then I'm not gonna do, uh, a reaction. Okay. Is that an action to take it out? 
says action. You can use your action to create a packed weapon in your empty hand. Yep. Cost an action to take out your weapon. But now it is your your turn, Ray. So regardless of what you decide to do with your reaction, it's now your turn. I gotta get my fucking weapon out. So let's do that. Okay. So you summon your weapon. No one sees it, but you summon your weapon. <laughs> but it's a real fucking sick ass looking rapier. And then I follow close enough that I'm still within, like, striking distance of him. Okay, so you can move within five feet of him. Yeah, no, Holmes. I got nothing. Okay. So you are now within five feet of the creature. You have your weapon summon, and no one sees it, but it's super cool. You know it's yeah. cool. I know. I'm fucking I'm baller as hell. So now, Agamemnon, your turn. Uh, I'm going to continue to talk to Caleb. How about the time I told you I married the princess of East March and raged war on North March? It was a real interesting story. Let me tell you some, all about it sometime God. as I summon my packed weapon, which is a great axe and that the head looks like a um, uh, set of flames. Not out loud, but Ray is going to think, you fucking married a woman? <laughs> 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 That's the yeah. most shocking thing about that fucking story. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, outside of that, there's also a story about how he married a prince, too. So, Yo, equal opportunity employer, Holmes. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're all about that shit. Ray is totally about that shit. Uh, but I'm going to summon my packed weapon. Okay. That's all I can do for the moment. Okay. No bonus actions or anything? No, not yet. Kala is sub- seriously contemplating shooting him in the back of the head during this fight. <laughs> uh, okay, so that thing's gone. So now these little tiny slug creatures are going to go. Uh, you love my character, Nick. Don't lie. No, honestly, Ka- like my character probably would gravitate towards yours just because you're a man of action that just wants to get shit done. So both of the ones next to you are not doing anything. You're like, God damn it. I'm like kicking them out of the way. Agamemnon, what's your armor class? 20. One of them does manage to hit you. Hey. Oh, no. It gets to do a thing. It bites it. It, like, leaps up with its tiny legs, and it bites your chest, and its teeth sink into you, and now it's just sitting on your boob, like, latched into your boob. The second it does that, uh, Agamemnon stops talking. It's just like... We have a podcast, dude. Describe your face. Oh, my face is uh, shocked anger <laughs> that something would dare to touch my chest. Went full right for the titty. Yep, right yep, for the booty. Just like, uh, you take, <laughs> I have been groped. You take seven piercing damage. Oh, no. And it is now attached to you. It's a fucking leech. Like a leech. The other ones. This is gross. One of them is actually just snapping towards the air where Ray used to be because it really looks really confused. The other one runs towards, we're going to say it runs towards uh, Kala. Kala. That's a natural one. So it it goes, it like charges towards you and then leaps at you and you just kind of like sidestep out of the way as it against the wall behind you. <laughs> I don't, I know the <laughs> thing is my cloak actually, I don't need to sidestep. It's just that they attack and it just goes straight through your form. To the left of, to the left of me, because they just see, they think I'm in a different position than I actually am. So yeah, it like leaps where it thinks you are, and it just goes straight through your form as it hits the wall behind you and you chuckle to yourself. <laughs> just look as it passes. <laughs> and it like, it kind of like falls on the floor and it's like writhing its legs like. <laughs> I brought, I, I brushed some uh, non-existent dirt off my cloak. Johan, you're up. I'm going to stare down at the bigger one because it's just the big one and then the little sluggy things, right? Yep, yep. So I'm going to look down at that one. I'm going to take my staff, look, point, meh. Take a little diamond out, point it over, line it up. And I'm going to pop out a uh, level four chromatic orb at it. Okay. As acid damage. Ooh, okay. 16. 
16. Uh, that hits. Good, because I rolled a three. So at fourth level, that is 68. That is 39 acid damage. Oh, yeah. Well done. As a uh, four-inch diameter sphere of greenish, um, like, sizzling energy just emits from my hand straight down uh, into the creature. Yeah, you see this thing take a chunk out of this dude. Like, his back is just completely, like, melted off, and you can actually start to see the bone underneath it. It's uh, not looking very good. I got it. Uh, Kala, you're up. Okay. Uh, are, am I still surrounded by the little ones, or did they run off? They're still surrounding you, yeah. Okay, can I attack them with my bow without disadvantage? No, you have they will be with disadvantage still. But I'm going to tell you, you probably will hit them. <laughs> yep, let's hit them. Do it. All right. How many are there immediately around me? There's three next to you right now. 30 to hit on the first one? Yeah, roll damage for the first one. 12. Okay, uh, it dies. 26 to hit on the second one? That's a hit. 13 damage? Okay, it dies. 28 to hit? Hit. 16 damage? Uh, it dies. So you just... You just like kind of look down at the three things and you just like one into the first one right to next to you, another one directly to the right of you and the one that hit the wall behind you, you just shoot it just like, you just get it out of the way and all three of them are now pinned into the floor next to you. And I just want to whisper, you're welcome. Uh, Next up, it's the weird dude. Uh, I need Ray to make constitution saving throw. Uh, Not constitution, wisdom, my bad. Wisdom. Oh fuck, well that's a 17 plus 8. Yeah, you hear, see the same thing, try to happen, doesn't take effect, you shake it off, the sobbing does nothing for you. Cool. Um, okay, so now it's gonna go and it's gonna attack Kala. Kala! And it just shoots straight through you again, and it's getting really, really frustrated at this point. Uh, it's gonna move up to you. It's actually going to, yeah, it's gonna move over towards Kala. Uh, since it moves away from you, Ray, you are now no longer invisible, because you stabbed him. Oh, wait, no, you didn't do anything yet. You're still standing there. So you can make an opportunity attack if you wish to. Uh, so that's 23 total. That's a hit. 21 points of damage. How would you like to kill this thing? So popping visible as I stab this guy, I'm going to go straight through the rims and be like, sorry, Holmes, and just cut him out. Okay, so you all of a sudden see this hole appear, this t- very tiny hole appear straight through the center of this creature as it just, and you see its blood start to pour down as you see apparating through it, a blade appears seemingly out of nowhere and Ray is standing right behind it like, sorry, Holmes, and just pulls the rapier out and you see essentially some several of its organs just kind of like start bleeding through the hole that you made. Oh, fucking gross, man. And it just collapses to the floor. Now, is that it? Uh, yeah. I'd like to take a couple of steps back because I don't want to get that shit on my clothes. Yeah, you kind of like, uh, 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 and you move, take a couple steps back. Uh, um, I don't know. Wait, hold on. Oh, 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 uh, because that was my. I didn't that get was to your take reaction. It. That's right. That you didn't get to go. I, that I was didn't your get reaction. reaction. So now you get to go. Cool. So, Master of Hexes, I'm going to move my curse to the. Um, There's only three little dudes left. Two of them look like they're weak little shits. Cool. So I'm gonna move my hex to the one that's like currently doing a titty suck on uh Okay. Agnom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that was happening. <laughs> <laughs> if this was all happening in real time, Drew a- Agnon is just standing there. He's just like standing this guy. there completely still, and there's a thing sucking on his booby. This is my child now. Stop <laughs> judging me. Sucking on my titties like I wanted you got all the time. <laughs> Stop trying to shame me for feeding in public. <laughs> Please um, cut that out. I feel terrible for saying it. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna. Um, 
How close am I to that? Oh, you can move up to it. It's not that far away from you. Actually, there are three left. Yeah. Let's fucking Eldritch Blast. One, two, three. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. So that's three attack rolls. Ten. Yep, that's a hit. That's more than that. Hit. Um, <laughs> and that is also more than that. <laughs> cool. AC is it's got a low armor class, so don't worry about it. Cool. Uh, 11 points of damage. It explodes. Gross. The other one takes 10 points of damage. It also explodes. And then Titty, titty Boy? Uh, titty, titty. <laughs> titty Boy takes nine points of damage. Uh, so this thing that's biting Agamnon's booby also explodes on your booby, and you are now covered in whatever this creature was is blood. That's fine. That's fine. I don't mind. So now you guys are just standing in this room co- surrounded by corpses of creatures that are gross. It's dark. There's this strange black fog pulling off of the collapsed buildings that are in front of you. And you see that there is a pathway that leads off into the distance. I would like everybody to make a perception check. Uh, Do I get any advantage because I'm flying above everything? You can have advantage. It doesn't matter. Still an eight. 21. 16. So 18. The battle seems still. You don't see anything else. Everything looks fine. I'm going to stay up here if you guys don't mind. And I'll keep an eye out. I feel uncomfortable with the way Bucky said that, and I got a 21, so what's hiding in this fog? Uh, but I recommend we take a short rest so that the warlocks can get their slots back. I didn't spell, do any spell slots homes. Oh, well, I did, so, but that's fine. Okay. I have other things I can do. Johan, come here for a second, Holmes. I float on down. Um, I'm gonna cast invisibility on. I go, oh. Oh. Alright then. Yeah. So, like, if you want to stay up there, but you're not, like, a fucking, you're not visible. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. You're welcome. As you guys are doing all of this, you hear... Excuse me. I, I don't mean to... to... to bother you. Ven, what the fuck are you doing here, man? I have not... <laughs> Who is Ven? <laughs> you see this woman appear from behind the broken building. Incredibly pale skin. Bald head. Long, pointed ears and very dark black eyes in leather armor that uh, has a basically a red skirt underneath. Ray, you rolled such a good check before about knowledge of the Shadowfell, you would recognize this as someone who was a Shadarkai. She oh. also has a series of chains wrapped around her forearms that have spikes on them, and some of them are actually pierced into her skin. And she says, I, I don't mean to, to bother you, but uh, are you here... Correct me if I'm wrong. Are you here to take care of the stupid drow bitch that's upstairs? Yeah, that is actually exactly what we're here for. Almost. Oh, thank God. Okay, great. Great. I can take you directly to her if you need to get to her. Insight check, please. Cool, Holmes. Insight check, please. This seems like a trustworthy person. I'm going to I'm gonna just go with him. 11. 15. 21. She's absolutely telling you the truth. Fuck yeah. Cool, Holmes. Seen? I didn't even have to roll for it, guys. I'm just she a looks good like judge she is of really upset at this drow. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um. If you want to take us there, Holmes, that would be great. Oh, perfect. Um. There's one problem. There is an elevator that goes straight up to the top. Uh. There's a couple drow that are standing over in front of it. Um. So if we can take care of them, we can get upstairs and we can get out and go take care of her. Also, hi. I'm Ray. Oh, hi. Uh. You can call me Lily. Hi, Lily. What's up? Um, that's Johan on the. Oh well, you can't see Johan, but Johan. Oh no, here. I saw him before. It's fine. 
Yeah, 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 cool. Yeah. So that there's there's fucking Johan, and then that's Agnam Nom Nom. It's really not that hard. It's Agnom. Over there is uh, Hala. Kala. It's Kala. Hala for a you dollar. You speak infernal. You should be able to say my name correctly. Yo, but that doesn't mean I want to. At this point, it's just an attack. Pleasure to meet you. The faster that we could get rid of her, the better. All right, cool, Holmes. I'm in agreement with that. Great. I'd like to walk with her, but be, like, fucking sneaky. Like, I don't want to cause okay. a lot of noise. You're both being stealthy. She's very good at being stealthy. So you're both kind of walking up, and you walk probably about 100 feet and turn a corner, and you do eventually see there is an elevator, there is about 10 humanoids, and about three drow. But 10 humanoids that look like they're wearing rags, and they're chained to, like, a wheel of some kind. Ooh, they're like slaves. Yes. Pretty sure she said there were two drow, and now there's three. Someone's lying. I said there were a couple. You s- That's two. Well... She can't count too good. How close are they standing together? Uh, the drow are all huddled. The slaves are essentially just, like, leaning on this big wheel. Uh, and then you also do see that there is a platform that looks like it ascends up into the top of the chasm. And you see a hole in, like, the top of where, like, the ceiling of this chasm would be that goes up. And there's, like, a very small light that you can see. How far would you say the slaves are from the drow? Probably about, like, ten feet or so. Yo, is my understanding that the slaves are what make the elevator move? Uh, yeah, that would be correct, yes. Okay, cool. Um, so nobody kill those, because we're gonna have to use it. Mm-hmm. But, Johan, my dude, what's the radius of a fireball? The thing I was actually just looking up in the book, that is a 20-foot radius. Oh, so do you want to cast it about ten foot past them so it gets those guys but not the uh, people who need to lift us up. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is that possible, John, with that layout? You can cast it in front of them and it wouldn't hit them. So before I go up, uh, I go, uh, if you don't mind casting visibility on me when I go back up, that'd be fantastic for you. Uh, if everyone else would like to line up a shot, I think you'd know when to shoot. Just uh, saying. Um, although, like, is this gonna, now that I'm thinking about it, is this gonna, like, announce us? Is, is it, like, fucking loud? Yes. Of course, that's why we all have to attack uh, immediately, so that way it's a, it's an unplanned surprise attack. You do notice right? if, that one of the uh, drow is wearing slightly better looking armor than the other ones. It's a lot more no. pristine. Can we, can we, theorize, I know this might, this might not work because it's d but is it possible for us all to plan to attack at exactly the same time, so that way none of us get spotted? That's called a surprise attack, and it's if you all do it correctly, then yes. If Johan attacks first, they're all going to be like, what? And then we're, none of us are going to be able to get off. You of can it. coordinate what's going to happen, and you can do that if you choose to, yes. Did you hear what my player just said? <laughs> uh, yes, it's exactly <laughs> what we were just planning. Yeah, okay, cool. I am... So you're all a distance away a bit still. You're yeah. about, like, I want to say 50 feet out from them and they don't seem to notice you. Cool. I do great at distances. So it's kind of my thing. Real quick before I cast invisibility on you, Johan. Yeah. Um I'm going to just see if they're because they're clearly in the middle of talking. So I'm just going to see if uh, there's anything worth uh, hearing. So I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to sneak up to as close a radius as I can to potentially hear them. 
Okay. Roll an, a stealth check. I'm leaning over to Colin and be like, this is just like the time I tried to assassinate Emperor the- Zix. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I'm whispering to him. Don't worry, Morgan. Um, so <laughs> Ended up as a concubine for a few should, years. That's a 17 plus 8. <laughs> 17 plus 8? Yeah. I'm so sick of your goddamn stories. They don't seem to take notice of you. Cool. Whoa, can I roll to hear what they're saying? Absolutely. So you can hear what they're saying. Uh, the gist of what they are saying is Kathriana is close. The job is almost done. We need to get ready to set up the next step. So I'm going to sneak back and I'm going to drop invisibility on myself and put it back on Johan. And I'm going to say we need to move quickly because I think that they are starting to get ready for uh, the next step here. Light these motherfuckers up. I want to be a little bit quieter, but you'll you'll know what to do. Cool. Uh, I float on up. I'm going to roll stealth uh, with okay. advantage, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay, so shiny pants McGee, I'm going to curse. Okay, so you get within 30 feet. I think you have to be within 30 feet, right? Yeah. Uh, that's a 25 stealth. Okay, yep, you feel very stealth. Good thing for advantage, because that was a two first. Um, and then I'm going to take the Staff of Power, I'm going to point it down, and I'm going to blast uh, five charges for Cone of Cold. Okay. That is a con save. Con save. Okay. None of them were expected to get, so I'm going to say it was with disadvantage, and they all failed. Oh, good. Uh, they all take 8d8 damage. Uh, 31 cold damage. Cool, cool. Uh, if anyone died, they're frozen. Uh, yeah, you see two frozen drow pops. Uh, one of them is still standing, though, as he turns and sees you. And he's like, no, what are the rest of you doing at this immediate? Since you planned this out, what are you all doing? Um, I am going to cast... I'm going to do Eldritch Blast. Okay. Fuck, that's an 18 plus... Or spell attack. What do I add for Eldritch so, Blast? So, what's your charisma? My charisma's five. What's your uh, proficiency bonus? Six. Plus 11. So, uh, you hit. Yeah. Just roll the die and tell me what you roll. 15. You hit. Nine. You hit. (laughs) Cool. So they take, so that's six, eight, 11. Question. Since we're not in initiative, Mm -hmm. do I get only one attack or do I still get my three attacks? You get your three attacks. (laughs) Uh, Elder's Blast for me. Okay. Roll your attack. And then Nick, you're going to shoot three times? Oh, yeah. Roll your three attacks. Okay. 24 to hit. That's a hit. Roll damage. 15. Just tell me what you roll on the dice, and then I'll tell you if you hit. 16. Hit. 27. Hit. The third one, I'm going to use my sharpshooter feet. Mm-hmm. Which means... You take a minus 5. Take a minus 5, so 12 plus... 13 plus 13 is 26. Yeah, you still hit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that first, so that first hit is going to be 14 damage. Okay. Second hit is going to be 15 damage. Okay. And the third hit, I'm going to imbue my arrow, uh, with some magic and turn mm-hmm. it into a bursting arrow. Nine damage on my main target, plus 10, because I did sharpshooter. <laughs> oh, wait, that's 10. Oh yeah. Plus 10. So what is it? 19. 29. 19. Sorry. 19. Plus, everybody within a 10-foot range gets 2d6 force damage. Okay, so between all of you in that one round, you shoot off three Eldritch Blasts from Ray. Another one comes streaking around the corner from Agamnon. 
uh, the fireball, ex oh no, the cone of cold shoots out, freezes two of them solid, and three arrows just go doo doo, and the last one hits him straight in the chest. And as it does, it almost concaves his chest as he poof, and just gets shot backwards off of the chasm and then just falls down into no, the darkness below. You might have had cool shit. <laughs> and you all of a sudden see ten humanoid chained creatures, eyes wide as all hell. Trying, a lot of them are trying to find where all that came from because they can't see in the dark. Okay, Lily, uh, let's go. Okay, let's do this. So yeah, you all walk up to these slaves. They're all kind of eyeing you real scared. Don't worry about it, Holmes. Uh, we just need to go up. Uh, okay. Uh, hop on the elevator. Can you, can you free us, maybe? Yeah, like, later. We've got important shit to do. If you're free now and there's no one to protect you, then you're just going to be on your own and then die in whatever hell that's here. So do you want to do that or you want to stay here and pretend you're still captured? We can go back through the portal. Yeah, but there's not going to be a portal. There's not going to be any place to go if we don't like finish what we're doing here. So once we get our mission set up, we will come back and we will help you. Roll a persuasion check. Uh, since I was talking with them, can uh, I natural fucking 20. just look and see how well that went? Yeah. Uh, okay, hop on the elevator. Cool, thanks, Holmes. Okay. <laughs> As the elevator rises and rises, eventually you see a glimpse of the bleak, cloud-ridden sky above. Where you can see small breaks in the clouds, you see a sky of gray and pale green. You finally reach your stop, the barren, lifeless wasteland that is the Shadowfell. A landscape of jagged rocks and faults filled with centuries of dead, wandering corpses. You see white trees, where it seems bone has replaced where the bark would normally be, and red leaves that seem to be as if they are made of blood. Life doesn't seem to flourish here. You see a town, way, way off in the distance, that looks like it's uh, not looking too great. Lily turns to you and says, okay, uh, stay close to me, stay close to the shadows, I'll get you to the center of town really quickly. Cool. And she starts taking off towards the town. All right. Are. Yeah. So you all start basically sprinting towards the town, um, trying to stay out of sight as best as you can. You can see, like, as you get closer, there is some movement. There's a lot of movement off towards the front, but she seems to be veering you off towards the side and, like, around the whole thing to stay out of sight of what's in front of it. Uh, so she takes you off towards the south side of the town. And where you, when you get there, you notice that there is a big crack in the outside wall that she ducks under and slips through. Lily brings you through and around several buildings, sticking to the shadows whenever possible. You easily dispatch the lingering guards as you pass, staying as quiet as possible. The buildings here still seem to emit this strange black fog that lingers on seemingly everything. Many of the buildings are collapsed, making it sometimes difficult to stay out of sight, but you manage to work your way through. You work your way through the rubble and over broken cobblestone paths, eventually leading towards the central square. The buildings grow sparse, as the town opens up to a large area of broken rock and toppled pillars. A 500 foot by 500 foot courtyard of debris and corpses lies before you. The bodies seem to be both Shadar Kai and Drow, from a battle that happened here recently. In the center of the courtyard lies a pulsating darkness. The sight of it makes you feel as if you're staring at your own death. The pulsating is growing more and more frantic over time, as Lily says, oh no, oh no, she's close. We have to get there now. And she just sprints. All right, let's go. Sprints at the pulsating thing? 
Yep. Okay. Do we see anybody else? You don't see any other drow. You just see the corpses and bodies. but And you just see this darkness that's in the center of the town square. Cool. Uh, can I make an arcana check to ensure what that is? Uh, I'd say make an intelligence check with disadvantage. Arcana or intelligence? Actually, yeah, I guess you could do arcana with disadvantage. Uh, 26. Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, you tell it's not good. <laughs> um, it's definitely swirling darkness, and it doesn't look like something you want to be around, but it looks like the destination you're trying to get to, or the thing you're trying to stop happen. Yep. Okay, let's book it. Uh, John, to be clear from what you were saying in the beginning, you were saying that we need to get the object away or we need to make sure that this gate doesn't work. You need to make sure, well, either or, honestly, you need to make sure that she doesn't use this artifact. As you get closer and closer to Center Square, you have to leap over a few corpses. You see the drow matron mother herself. There's an orb embedded in the center of her chest that is glowing a dull purple. Her entire being is a swirling storm of darkness and shadow but you still make out the form of her body and face. She turns towards your direction and says, Oh, good. More sacrifices. Please, approach. Uh, do we approach? <laughs> or we do, do, we, do we immediately start fighting? Or are we going to try to, like, convince this woman to give us that orb in her chest? Am I... Can I get in range enough to cast Suggestion? You're currently about... 60 feet away from her. Cool. So first off, what I will do is I will cast Dimension Door. <laughs> okay. And pop close enough to her to get in range. 30 okay. feet is the range. What, 30 feet? Yeah. Oh, wait, so I can just fucking run. Can yeah, I... you just walk up. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm not going to cast fucking Dimension Door. I'm just going to dash. I'm just going to run up. I mean, it's 30 feet, so it's a 30-foot range. You just have to walk up 30 feet. Cool. So I'm, well, I'm, I don't want to walk. I want to have a some sense of urgency. <laughs> okay. So then you run up. A fucking jog. Power walk. I do that old lady in a mm -hmm. mall. Yep. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Suggestion. I don't have it printed, so I don't know That's what fine. the... Um, so you cast uh, Suggestion. You immediately try to cast the spell. Nothing happens. Cool. You try to go and cast the spell... You can't seem to target her for some reason. The spell fizzles out. And she just kind of laughs like, <laughs> that's not going to work on me, darling. So magic's not working on her? I wonder if an arrow through the eye will work when I fire an arrow. The arrow just goes straight through her form. Of course. Why? Why did, like, you said, hey, Nick, it's okay if you're a fighter. It'll be great. Oh, So cool. it looks like she's using the artifact? It looks like the artifact is currently in use, yes. And she says, There's nothing you can do to hurt me right now, dears. I hold within myself all of the power one could ask for. I was chosen by those that sit deep within the hellfires of the universe. You see, mortals, I have won. This is what I was promised by none other than the Lord of the Seventh himself, which, Ray, you know that to be Grandpappy possible. Yeah, so here's the thing, Holmes. When uh, the Lord of the Seventh Hell, yeah, that's my granddad. Um, when he gave that to you, like, I don't want to, like, I want to drag him because, you know, he's my granddad, but he's, like, fucking old and sometimes he doesn't make the right decisions. And that was, like, one of the wrong decisions that he made. So we're actually, this is a repo group. We are repossessing that from you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you haven't been paying your taxes on it. Yeah. Uh, we oh, need to. I've not been making your monthly installments. That is Buyer's cute. remorse. That is really cute. I, I must You can say. take your receipt and get a store credit, but you cannot have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, as you can see... I want to try to fire another arrow at the orb in her chest. Make an attack roll. 14 plus 8, guys. 22. 22. Okay. Yeah, you do fire an arrow straight towards it, and as you do, uh, it gets close within it, and the arrow just kind of turns into smoke as it touches the orb. It just... and ceases to exist. This thing seems to be some sort of funnel for dark energy. And behind her, you do actually see that there is a rift. Like a... looks like a tear in the middle of this area, and it is open, and behind it, you just see black. You see pitch black inside of it. That is not good. And she says to you, let me show you the power that I possess. I really would prefer if you did. And she starts to cast a spell. I would like whoever is proficient in Arcana to roll an Arcana check. Okay. Because I also have a counter spell ready to go. Uh, But I think it won't work. Uh, That is a 17. 18, by the way. Okay. Uh, you both know exactly the spell that she's casting. Which is? She's attempting to cast Gate. Oh. And as she... Are you guys doing anything as she could cast the spell? Fuck. Um, as a reaction or just an action? Just whatever you want to do. She's about to finish the spell. You're a wizard. You know wizardy things. I would assume you would do things if you would want to do them. I know. I, I just look at her, and when she's casting, I just go, I wish that orb stopped working. What? <laughs> That was your move? Yeah. Good night, level so spell. So you cast oh, the spell. What spell? You what just, does this look like, Josh? You just say those words and it happens? He just said his hopes and dreams. He didn't cast a spell. No, he cast a spell called Wish. Uh, he cast a ninth level. He cast a ninth level spell called Wish. Yep. I just point this. I just put the staff in my other hand and just look at her. Just give that smug look and just go, I wish that orb didn't work. So she finishes the spell. Nothing happens. Nothing seemingly happens at all when she finishes the spell. And as you do, you see the orb itself kind of pulsate for a minute. And then you see her entire body and all of the shadow stuff that she's made of start to get hard and brittle. And her whole body is starting to basically solidify into this like dark black crystal as she's screaming, no, no, what did you do? What have you done? What, no, and she completely solidifies as pieces and chunks of her start cracking and breaking off and the orb itself starts breaking and cracking and it just kind of pulls itself back into the rift behind it and you see these chunks just getting pulled and pulled until finally it covers her face and she's just one dark floating crystal that shatters into a thousand million pieces and just kind of gets sucked into the rift behind it and the rift closes shut did we just win? I just cracked my knuckles. And before you, you see a dark, swirling shadow that's just sitting there. Like, how big is a shadow? Uh, it's just like, it's about... Orb-sized? Orb-sized shadow that's just swirling. Uh, I'm gonna go up and get it. You yep, walk up to yep, the orb? Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, hold on one second there, uh, my dude. Can I cast Mage Hand? Sure. And can I poke it? Yeah, you poke it. Uh, you poke it, and it pokes back. Yo, Holmes! Everybody make a perception check. 16. Uh, it's 15. 
11. 15. Sorry, no, 8. 8, that was a 6. This thing pokes back and then starts poking in various other directions and looks like it's starting to, like, jitter a bit and get shaky. Oh, you know what? And it starts floating a little bit higher off of the ground, about 10 feet into the air. Okay, I'm gonna back up. It starts getting bigger. Ah, uh, fuck. I'm it gonna... starts getting even bigger. I cast a spell magic. It's not a spell. Okay, well, I do it anyway. Oh, would I know that this isn't a spell? You can make a intelligence check. Uh, arcana or intelligence? I'm gonna say intelligence for this one. Uh, 23. 23? Uh, it's not a spell. You can blatantly tell it's not a spell. Uh, uh this is a problem. Creature. It's getting bigger. And it's getting bigger. Cool. And getting much, much, much bigger. Uh, Lily, let's bounce. Um, it's growing to a very huge size. I'm and starting to take form. Take form? Oh, no. It's taking the form of what looks like a humanoid that is incredibly huge. Wait, yo, does it look like my granddad? Nope, it uh, does not. You know, I think I fulfilled the terms of my bargain, and I'm gonna start you see backing up. A dark, you see this dark swelling mass energy begin to grow rapidly. It takes the form of what only can be described as a shadow giant with the legs of a goat. Bah. Live pointed black claws, two long twisted horns that curve out of the back of its head, and a gnarled and twisted face that houses six glowing white eyes. In this moment, you realize that this was what the Archdevils feared would happen. If this creature is not stopped, it will mean the end of many, many realms. Please roll initiative. Uh, I want to seduce it. <laughs> I want to seduce I'm it. I'm going to show you guys a picture of what I want to seduce it. Yeah. Let me seduce. So this thing got through despite the fact that Gate didn't finish? Oh, she finished Gate. She did not actually cast Gate. The spell did had no effect whatsoever. Who want to guess what I just rolled? Did you roll natural 20? You rolled oh, natural 20. Oh, this is what you are currently staring at. Oh, fuck. Mm. I want to seduce it. Do it, do it, do it. Let me say, it's got six eyes, and I feel like it's just looking right at me, and I'm the only one I can see. Okay, did, uh, can I tell if it has a physical form? Like, will my arrows actually do anything, or can I just, like, sit down and watch everyone you else fight? You don't know. Oh, you, I'm screwed. Bucky, you, you also noticed something... Bucky, you know. You also noticed something a little strange in your immediate area, which I'll get into once I get initiative rolls. Uh, 20, not natural. 8. 13. 23. Okay. So as this creature appears, it's floating, still floating 10 feet in the air. It doesn't make a single sound. And this thing looks like it's just death incarnate. You also notice you are standing in a field of corpses. Uh, several of the corpses are starting to twitch and move. And they're just... But they're still on the ground and they're starting to twitch around you. First off, Agamemnon, what are you doing? Seduce it. Seduce it. I do really want to try to seduce it, but I bet I have a feeling it won't work. I believe in you. So instead of that, I touch the belt at my waist, and it glows, and I hulk out, and I'm going to attack it. Uh, how are you going to attack it? It's 10 feet in the air. It's 10 feet in the air? Go for the ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Nip at the ankles. Uh, I'm going to just hurl my axe at it. Okay. It's not the, the greatest plan I've ever had, but I'm going to do it. If you want, because you get an extra attack, right? Yeah, I get to if you want, I'll let you make a jump and you can make one attack on it instead of your two attacks. If you want to make one or instead just throw your axe. I mean, that would achieve, that would give me one attack either way, yeah, right? Yeah, either way, but you wouldn't lose the axe. I can pull it back to me. It's fine. Okay. It's a packed weapon. 
Okay, either way. 28 to hit. That'll hit. This thing's fucking huge. It better have a fucking easy-ass armor class. 22 damage. Uh, next up is Ray. Ray, Ray. Cool. Yo, so it's your pal, Ray, Ray. First off, I'm going to cast... Um, it's an invocation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna do Trickster's Escape. I'm gonna cast fucking Freedom of Movement on my ass, so none of these zombinos gonna trip me up. Okay. Um, and then for my bonus action, I'm going to curse Big Fuck McGee. All right. You do both of those things Rad. without a problem. Cool. Uh, I would say you guys moved about 30 feet within her, so it's about now 15 feet within Agamnon, 30 feet with the rest of you. So the you see the bodies on the floor still just kind of writhing and moving. They're not doing anything yet, but they look like they're awakening. Uh, Kali, you're up. Okay, is there anything, is there any, like, platform at a higher level that is not... It's just a solid floor. It's just a solid there floor. There are, like, broken pillars nearby you um, that'll let you get up a little bit, but that's about it. Okay, so I want to run at this creature. Okay. And then when I get 10 feet away from it, mm-hmm. I want to use face step and teleport to one of those platforms. Okay. So what does that do? So I I sprint directly at this creature, taking its attention. Uh, within ten, and then when I get within ten feet of it, I blink and immediately teleport to the platform. And it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. That's an eleven. I don't know how saving throws work. So. DC equals eight plus your proficiency plus your charisma. So what's your charisma? Plus three. Plus three, nine. So eight plus nine is seventeen. It fails. It fails, so it's frightened of me. Be frightened of you. Okay, cool. So you do that, and you know what this thing does, and as you go back to your thing, you kind of smile and you turn around. It had literally no effect on him whatsoever. Oh, I thought I was going to have that. (laughs) Okay. um, This thing does not look like it gets scared. (laughs) Okay, that was a movement and my bonus action. How far away am I from it now? So you move to one of the pillars, so I would say you're probably about 20 feet away from it. Okay, so I pull my bow out, I knock an arrow, and in Elvish, the bow whispers, and I say to the beast, to this gigantic beast, your soul is mine, and it is now my sworn enemy until it dies. Okay, Uh, so... So what does this actually look like? I want you to describe when you make this your sworn enemy, the bow does something. So what do you want the bow to actually do? On the front of the bow, right above the hand, there is a flat, a flat metal disc that kind of looks like a mirror. And as I point the bow in the direction of this beast, it's uh, the image of its face gets trapped into the bow. And now until I kill that image, it is my sworn enemy. All right. So that's what that looks like. You all see this. Um, are you going to do anything else? I'm going to fire this bow three times at this guy's face. Do it. Oh, that's a natural 20 on the first one. Woo! 27 on the second one. That's a hit. And a natural 20 on the third one. Those all hit. Not Okay, so let me roll the one that didn't have the 20. Okay. 14. Okay, 14 damage. Uh, but then also, on a hit against my sworn enemy, I get an extra 3d6 piercing damage. So 14 plus 14 on the one that does not have a natural 20. Okay. Okay, now for a nat 20, 24 plus 8. So that's another 32 damage. 19 times 2 is... 38. 
38 plus 8. 38 plus 8 is 46. How much damage is that? Shit's on for one round, Holmes. Well, be ready, because I'm going to action surge and do this all over again. Based on numbers I heard, it's 108. Okay, and I'm, now I'm action surging and do it, doing it one more time. Okay. <laughs> Natural 20 on one. Good <laughs> fucking lord. Uh, 19 plus uh, 14 on the other. 25 on the they all hit. third. Cool. So Dear Christ. So nat 20, 22 plus 8 is 30. 30. So that's 26 on the second one and 18 on the third one. Okay. That was a metric shit ton of damage. Yep. How's it looking? Uh, it's hanging in there. <laughs> so next up is this creature. I need everybody to make a constitution saving throw. 11. 22. Uh, 17. 25. Kala and Agamnon are not affected by this, but Johan and Ray are. You both take 14 necrotic damage just from being in the area of this creature. Now, it's going to point its finger at one of you. So you watch as this long, twisted claw points out towards Kala. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to use my counter spell. It's not a spell. God damn it. I appreciate you keep trying to use it, Josh. Like, I have them. Since I use Wish, I'm now going to take damage every single time that I cast a spell. Ooh. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, if you use it for something else instead of casting an 8th level spell or lower, then you... My strength is now 3, and I take 1d10 necrotic damage every single time I cast a spell. Okay, I got a 10. You got a 10? Yep. You watch as this finger shoots out and points towards you, and you see this tiny black beam just... Oh, shit. Straight at you. And hits your chest. You take... Oh, this is fun. I never get to roll these. This is really not a spell. Wait, what happens if he... What happens if... It's not a spell. It's an ability. Oh. That's what I was just about to check. This thing has this as an ability. It's not a spell. Can I use a luck point? You can. Yeah, I'll use a luck point. Yeah, you can re-roll your saving throw. 12. Dude. Nope, you're still affected by this. You take 32 necrotic damage, and you are frightened. While you are frightened in this way, you are paralyzed. So you are now frozen solid, standing there. It is now going to then look at, we're gonna roll another die. That's a four, four is Agamemnon. And it's going to focus its eyes straight at you as these white beams seem to peer into your soul. You don't wanna look in there. That's a 31 to hit. Yeah, it hits. You take 34 necrotic damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 24. And you just take the damage. How do I deal with being frightened? Like, how does that- You're frightened, but you're also paralyzed. You were frightened to the point where you are frozen with fear and you can't do anything. Uh, Okay, next up, Johan. Okay, Uh, I'm going to fly straight up in the air Mm -hmm. and go backwards so I have 60 feet between us. Yep. Uh, And then I'm going to point my staff over and I'm going to cast Polymorph. Okay. Uh, can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? That is an eight. Uh, that is a failure. Yep. So I am going to turn you into a... I looked it up. I just want to be sure here. I'm going to turn you into a giant boar. Okay. Uh, and I yell out to everyone. I'm like, make sure you do not attack him. Please keep all damage away from him. Cool. Is it my turn? Are you done, Johan? Uh, I am done. 
Uh, oh, I need to take damage. Hold on. Um, DM question. Yes. The uh, negative realm. Plane. It's a plane. plane. It's a negative plane. It's a plane. It's a plane. Cool. Good to know. So it like flies underwater? Yes. Yeah. I take 21 damage. Okay. Nice. Am I now frightened of a boar? <laughs> you are still paralyzed. Is that all for Johan? Yes, that's it. Agamnon, you're up. I summon my packed weapon back. Okay. Is in your hand. That's all I'm going to do. Oh, wait. Actually, it fell 10 feet out of the sky, so it's going to take some damage. Wait, wasn't it sitting, standing on the ground? Nope. Nope. It was 10 feet floating in the air. Oh. So it takes 10 falling damage as it hits the ground and squeals. Is that it for you? I can't do anything else. Ray Ray. Cool. I would like to get all up in its Jimmy Jams and be like, yo, this has been real. It's been fun, but it hasn't been real fucking fun if I'm telling you straight. And I'm going to plane shift it to the negative realm. That's what I was going to do. Yay, thanks. <laughs> uh, what do I have to do to not do that? You need to make a melee attack. I have to, I have to make a spell attack. Yep. Um, and, and then if you fail or if you hit, then you need to make a charisma saving throw. Okay. So that's 27 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. It fails. So you guys watch as this boar... As you see Ray Ray walk up to this boar and just go, sorry, bro, boop, right on the head. And it just, bye, homie, out of sight, completely gone. Thank you for reading my mind. You Ray. watch as the bodies that are nearby start to, and stop twitching. Fuck yeah. And they just stop entirely. You sit for a moment. Everything seems quiet. Kala is still paralyzed. Oh shit, Holmes, you okay? Well, we have to kill him. So we're nah, so good. we'll figure it out. Hold on. Um, Can you believe I killed that with all by myself? I smack him. I punch you really hard. Dude, don't fucking hurt him like that. That's fucking rude as shit, man. Guys. Kyle's just frozen solid. <laughs> guys. Battle Royale. We don't have Let's time for do this, this shit. Yes, we do. Come on. Come on, we got you're this. You're paralyzed, we can do it. We can do it later. Josh, yeah, you're paralyzed. You want to know how fast you're going to die? Josh, un unparalyze me, and then let's do this. To save your characters, and we can do a fucking battle royale at a different time just for fun. Does it eventually wear off over time? You don't know. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if, if they leave me here. You don't know. How heavy are you? He's an elf. I don't know. I didn't put you're down elf, my weight. So probably like 150, 160. Should we just drag him over? Like, we're um, done here. We can, we can go. Do you have another plane shift to get us back? Oh, um... <laughs> nope. I have one more spell slot, but... You can use it to plane shift. I mean, everything seems quiet. Everything seems stopped. The rift to the negative plane is closed. Yeah. The creature's gone. The bodies are not twitching anymore. Everything seems quiet. Here's, here's what I'm having. I'm having a difference between my personal alignment and Ray's alignment, which is Absolutely. Play the character. Absolutely. So, like, fuck those slaves. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally fair. So, yo, Hunky McDude, can you um can you pick him up? Sure. Cool. Um, and then yo, Lily, if you want to come, uh, like it was real. Thanks for helping out. Um, um I have a lot of cleaning up to do. Yeah, my, this is um gross. people are all dead. So this was my village. Oh it's fuck, man! Destroyed. I'm sorry. It's uh, you know, I'm glad you got rid of the fucking shitty drow bitch. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was great. You know, you're welcome. And that whatever that thing 
was that was going to kill us all. That's Sorry. Great, thank you. About your village, but congratulations on your promotion. It is the Chateaufel, so it is pretty normal here. Gotcha. Um, cool. So why don't we take the elevator down, we'll go pick up those sad motherfuckers at the bottom, and, uh, we go bye-byes. I'm just drooping, I'm just drooped over Ag, 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 Nom, Nom's shoulder. Yeah. You're, you're like solid stiff paralyzed, so you're like a board right now. He like oh. picks you up like a fucking piece of wood. And Lily says, you know what? I think I'll be fine. There's a few places I want to go visit here. So, thank you. Cool. You guys get to wherever you're going safely. Goodbye. Bye. And she just takes off. Bye, homie. Peace. So let's make our way back to the elevator. What the fuck do you do to go down? Like a bell? Yeah, I would say there's some sort of a like some sort of thing that they have there to like bring yourselves back down and out of the area. So you ring whatever it is, or like you call down or something like that, and the elevator starts slowing down, and bringing you guys back down to uh, the bottom. The slaves are all there, and they're looking at you expectantly. Yeah, Holmes. Surprise, fucking person on my goddamn word. Aren't you fucking shocked? All right, let's um get your shackles off here, kids. I'll say, for sake of brevity, you get all the shackles off. They're all freed, and you guys can leave if you so choose. You can go back through the portal. You can leave by any other means necessary, but you can get back to wherever it is that you guys want to go. Cool. I'm gonna plane shift back to the Underdark. The Underdark? Or you can just walk through the portal back to the Underdark. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Where the fuck do you guys want to be? Uh, Nine Hells? As soon as you mention the Nine Hells, the slaves are like, uh... <laughs> Yo, there's a portal to the fucking Underdark if you want to go there, Holmes. That, uh, uh, and then they all just start running towards the portal. Bye! Again, I'm going home. I'm tired. Home sounds great. Let's go there. <laughs> Kyle is just a board, so you don't have a choice in this. Yeah. I know, I'm... Kala, you can come with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you more stories. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. So, no. you guys all plane shift back to the Nine Hells and separate your ways out however you decide to go. Uh, but, all in all, mission success. All of your respective archdevils are very happy. Kala, eventually you get healed. Oh. <sighs> Shit. And you... God, do you know how many stories I had to hear from this idiot? <laughs> they break you out of your paralyzation uh, probably several days later. Um, <laughs> so... He went into painstaking detail about his sexual awakening. <laughs> you also definitely heard a story of what we just went through, but from the point of view that uh, Agnon is the hero. <laughs> all of his facts were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100%. So you guys all make it back home. Kala, with a job well done... The pack bow and the curse that is set upon it is removed from you. And the bow is taken away, and you are no longer cursed with the burden of carrying it around with you. And you are free to go on your way wherever you so choose. The rest of you all return to your own homes, if you so choose. Gramps! Homes! Guess what? Rocked it. But you guys <laughs> successfully took care of your mission. Congratulations. died. You guys made it. I was very close to death. Yeah, that sucks. Taking Initiative is a product of the Spark Network. 
Imagine what your idea can do. For updates on the show, future news, and all things nerd, visit us on thespark.network. If you wish to conjure us on social media, you can cast message on Twitter with the handle at TI underscore pod, Facebook at the Taking Initiative Podcast page, and Tumblr at takinginitiativepodcast.tumblr.com. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, as it helps us grow so we can put out more content for you. I'm Jonathan Buckmaster, and I've been your DM. You can find me on Twitter at Bucky underscore masters. Playing the role of our ever-wishful Johan is our resident Cassidy boy, Josh Perot. You can find him on Twitter at Xyroxis the Beard. Playing the role of the lovable Ray is my homie Morgan Conroy. You can find her on Twitter at ThistleRaven. Playing the roles of Agamnon, Agadom, and Angamnon is Drew Tillman. Still can't get that right. You can find him on Twitter at NotThatDrew. Playing the role of Kala is our personal TI Bala and Shot Kala, Nicholas Figueroa. You can find him on Twitter at NicoFigs. The creatures used in this episode were the following. The Sorrow Sworn, the Shadar Kai Shadow Dancer, the Drow House Captain, the Drow Matron Mother, and the Night Walker. The race options used in this episode were the Mephistopheles Tiefling, the Balsable Tiefling, the Zariel Tiefling, and the Winter Elatron. All of these creatures and race options can be found in Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes. The D&D 5e ruleset and the Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes supplement are properties of Wizards of the Coast. This episode was edited by Jonathan Buckmaster and Josh Perot. The theme song was created by Neil Martin. You can find him on Twitter at Bardic Martin. All additional music was created by Kevin McLeod from the Incompetech website. You can find more information on the music used in this episode in the description. If you enjoyed the show, feel free to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash takinginitiative. There you can find bonus content and access to early episodes.